Hello, heroes, and welcome to the 59th episode of Campaign. I'm Kat Cool, your host. Before we get started, first, let me tell you about the podcast movement. Looking to start a podcast of your own? This year, Podcast Movement, the world's largest podcaster conference, will be in Chicago. Learn more at podcastmovement.com and use code CPC to save $30 off registration. Next, James and I are about to kickstart our first game, Noisy Person Cards. I'm probably going to be talking about it frequently in these intros, so if you don't know what I'm talking about yet, you can download a free print-and-play of the game at paracosmpress.com slash npc. That's p-a-r-a-c-o-s-m press dot com slash npc. Also, this week I was informed that there are now around 12,000 of you listening to this show. Thank you. Welcome to everyone who's new. If you like what we do and want to support the show, please stop by iTunes and leave us a review. Those help show us around to potential new listeners. Also, we're supported entirely through the OneShot Podcast Network's Patreon. There's a link to it on the main site, so if you're in a position to contribute, we'd really appreciate it. Now, it's time to immediately alienate new listeners. Recently, I've been getting a bunch of not-safe-for-work fan work sent in. That's great. I'm glad you guys are having fun. But to keep our primary fan spaces safe for those who don't want to encounter erotic material, I've set up a database for the not-safe-for-work stuff at dumpsterbondage.tumblr.com. If you're into that sort of thing, head on over. Our submissions are open. Now, James and I would like to thank our outstanding Patreon backers. Robert Danes, thank you. Thanks, Robert. Calvin Linfers, thank you. Thanks, Calvin. Kelly Kirk. Thank you. I think it's Nial. Nial. Thank you, Nial. Thank you, Nial. Valorcon. Valorcon. Holy smokes. Thank you so much. Spuzz. Thank you. Thank you, Spuzz. Michael Scott Mateka. Michael Scott Mateka. Thank you. Stefan Martins. Thank you. Greg McAnini. Thank you so much. Thanks, Greg. Andrew. Andrew Sychek. No, it's not that. Andrew Pisek. I think it's Andrew Pisek. Andrew Psyduck. Thank you. <laughs> Rob. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. Garrett N. Burns, thank you. Mitchell Zink, thank you so much. Eric Colossal. Oh, holy smokes. Thanks, Eric. Thank you. David Bennett, thank you so much. Kenneth McFarlane, thank you. Lloyd Goldsmith, thank you. Kevin Sachs, thank you. Melissa Evans, thank you. Jacopo Colo, thank you. Colin Roscoe, thank you. WTF Bananas. Yeah, what is up with bananas? <laughs> Thank you. We got a weird thing going hey, on. Hey, I mean, you can make pancakes out of them. Petri Leonin. Thank you. Petri, Petri, Leonin? 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 Definitely Petri. Yeah, Petri, you're a peach. Or Petri, honestly. Petri, Petri Leonin? Petri Leonin. Thank you. I spent that time figuring out how to read Jacob Rutowski. Thank you. What if it's Jacob Rutowski, though? Well, there's no V in there, so it would not be that. Did you not know about Polish names, buddy? Never did. Okay. Not aware that Poland was a place. (laughs) (laughs) And now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Trist Valentine and Lintel Laroon find themselves aboard the Wildcard, flagship of criminal, smuggler, and entrepreneur, Talon Card. Captain Valentine is used to a laid-back improvisational approach, while Laroon does things by the book. Will these two be able to act as partners, or does Card have them right where he wants them? Back on Findark, Lone Trooper Bacta and Bounty Hunter Lenik Gilo are still faced with the task of acquiring a hyperdrive. 
Can they find one without alerting the bevy of bounty hunters at Bike? Yeah, so Trist is like sitting, lounging in the main hall. He's mixed himself a drink um, or made a butler. If there's a butler there, uh, make him a drink. And he's just kind it's of probably like, a droid. Yeah. He's got to be a drink droid. Drink droid. He makes drink droid, make him a drink. And then he's kind of just like lounging in the main hall, admiring the artwork on the walls and like the, you know, tapestries and whatever else is there. There is a portrait of Talon card over <laughs> the fireplace. Does it have, does it have like a Vornskier puppy? There is a Vornskier puppy. It's like one of those 18th century, um, uh, portraits oh, where yeah. you would have the dog in your arm. Nice. Cool. Uh, he sees Lynn entering the Great Hall. Yeah, she's like... The Great Hall. <laughs> That's what people call it. Uh, like head down in a data pad, clearly working away at mission relevant stuff. Lynn! Lynn! I'm like 10 Everybody feet in the room like looks over. Stop yelling. Stop. stop. Come here. Have a drink. I, I'm like, it wasn't, I wasn't that far away. You were so consumed in what you were doing. And now everyone is looking at us. Oh, they were looking anyway, you know? Where there's heat, there's fire. Okay, we're just going to, I'm going to take this drink and we'll just act natural and everyone will ignore us in a few moments. Okay, so, um. So what's up? Not much. I think I've done a fair amount of saluting. Plan is in motion. I like wink three times. Maybe we shouldn't do this in the main hall. Okay, are you inviting me back to our room? I, I, I say that three times. I say that. I say that loud, knowing that everyone is uh, still listening. She visibly sighs and puts down the drink. I would actually love to know where it is. Do you uh, know where it is? All right, boys. I uh, just have to show this little lady back to the room. <laughs> that man's sick. Someone help him. <laughs> uh, we get up and I, I take you back to the room. Sorry about that. You know, I'm just trying to show off, kind of build my reputation in front of them. Also, that's the way that I am. That. <laughs> That so, tracks? Yes, that yeah. tracks, yeah. Okay. You understand what, what's happening. So what did I, you find? I, like, take us back to our room and, uh, you know, open the door. Ladies first. I asked for two beds. Good, thank you. Was there another option? Because two beds seems like the only rational things that ever would have... Perfect, then we're on the same page? Same page. Great, because... Yes. Did you sweep for surveillance? Did I what? Did you already sweep for surveillance? No, they have droids that sweep. Oh, Trace. I'd love to, to check to make sure that our room's okay. Alrighty. Oh, boy, she's going to clean <laughs> what the hotel room. Essentially. <laughs> uh, difficulty is hard. Ugh. Nope. There are no seams in this room. Trist is uh, sprawled out on a bed with his hands behind his head. And Lynn's like, is it kind of domed? Is it? Yeah, it's like a weird roundy dome. So she's like feeling at different parts of the ceiling that might have a camera in them. Being an expert smuggler, I've already located the pretty obvious uh, cargo holds on the ship. Now it's just a matter of obtaining the door codes to unlock them. And I think that we should be able to ascertain where the... the... I have the door codes. So Trist is like surprised, taking it back. Well, perfect. Uh, excellent. There's two cargo holds, uh, one in the uh, south and one in the north of the ship. I knew that too, because Pliff told me. Pliff's like super easy to break. Oh, yeah. I broke him almost immediately. I, I saw that you broke him. You got him looking for grappling hooks. That's great. I rebroke him for us. I did that real quick. Well, that sounds dangerous. What did you... Is he still getting the grappling hooks <laughs> sorted? Is that still on the table? Okay, relax. Yes. I made sure that he's still doing grappling hooks. Because this stuff. is... That's going to come up. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yes. I didn't break your break. I just asked 
added another level of break onto the break. Okay? What's, what's the level? Uh, the level is, I think he's like putting our fingers. I got him going on the ground mission, you know? I got him sticking super close to our side. I got He's got no loyalty to Talon Card. No, but so much to Jane, who is not into him. What's that? Yeah, so like he clearly has a huge crush on her. That's oh, all absolutely. he's thinking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is very dangerous. I've got, I got him playing into that immediately. Well, that's not good. We need his head in the game instead of just like in this nebulous, leniky, no, romantic This is cloud. the game, okay? The, 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 that, the motivation is the game. The game is finding out what everyone wants. Once you know what they want, you can exploit it and you can play around with it, okay? It's, look. I just, Cliff seems very young and I'm worried about him because he's just like this romantic kid who came on this thing, doesn't Perfect. have any abilities. Absolutely. So I want to get... We got him understood. So we... Move on to the next pawn, okay? We got Jane too. Yes, we do have Jane. Jane's understood. We know she wants me, okay? I'm gonna keep making her slap me. She's putty in our hands too. Talent card, this guy, he's the easiest person to read I've ever met. He's young, he's impulsive, he's reckless, he wants to impress people. Boom, easy. You're just... I made friends with this guy named Kevin on the ship. Dumbest person I've ever met in my life. Back to Talon. He's spreading rumors. I was hoping you'd get more out of him other than just projecting yourself on him. Did you, did you like get anything out of him? Trust me, I'm not projecting myself on him. He's projecting himself on me, okay? This is a little Tristan Valentine So you were just like indulging in this space and... Indulging him! Feeding that ego! That's what drives this guy. Okay. Look, we're on a first name basis now. He thinks we're friends. That is the position that we want to be in. For leveraging the... Okay, you know what? I I can't I can't explain my plan if you're just gonna keep questioning my plan. No, I just want to have a solid plan. This is a solid plan. The pla- this is the plan. What's We're- your plan? Because here's my plan. Win. We are going to win. That is my plan. You need to define success criteria. Okay, so next step of the plan, we find the medicine. Okay, that way we know where it is when we eventually take control of the ship, when we eventually maroon Talon on planet and save the day. That's a standard plan. So I already did that. I know. So it's in cargo hold two. Here's the code. Is Writing, it's going to. No, I mean, it's, it's fine, but it seems like you've already done all the work for the plan. So I've done that part of the plan. What's the next step? Wait. <sighs> Rest? Dinner? Uh, okay, so... Are you asking me to dance? No. What? I don't... I just wanted to know what the overall goals are, because we're going to get the... Yeah, tell me. Okay, I'm listening. Get the shields. Boom. Take the medicine. Smash. Betray Talon steals your ship. Awesome. Probably. Probably. Same page. And protect Pliff and Jane and brings them with us. I mean, yeah, that's like a tertiary, you know, maybe sub-goal. For me, it's actually kind of high now, because having spoken to them, they're both like impressionable, sweet children. They have been, basically because of you and their focus on you, gotten themselves into this Look, I barely super even know dangerous these kids, okay? situation. I beat them in one gun battle. If I was responsible for everyone I've ever beaten in a gun battle, I'd have like six people to be responsible for and that's that's ridiculous i feel like you guys pull this stuff all the time you guys yes like you and linick and bacta you're like oh we're going to get those two together oh we're going to care about these random people who come in and out of our lives i've decided that these two so i'm i'm caring about people that's a weakness now i didn't say it was a weakness i just said that it's a thing you do it's like a move you pull okay you don't have me figured out okay and stop trying because you're gonna hurt yourself okay Because I'm a complex being. I'm more than just, you know, step A. Priority one, get the shields. Male into female. Priority two, get out of here without giving anything to the entrepreneurs. Three. Same page. Bring Pliff and Jane along. I mean, bring them along. Yes. String them along. I'm on for that plan. I'm not going to let them die, if that's what you're wondering. If you're thinking, oh, you know, the the, the maw of hell opens up, Trist drops the kid into, you know, a screaming uh, maw, that's not going to happen. You will not see me drop 
Pliff down a hole where he is never coming out. But, that won't happen, but okay? But it feels like you're trying to, like, betray them, and we're, right now we've, we've been, like, making little deals with them. Sure. You make little deals. Yes. You make a million little deals, right. and then when it's time to pay off the deals, you see what's in your pocket, and you make little trades, and some of the deals, you know, you abandon them. They're bad deals. You cut them, but some of the deals you keep. So you're proposing that we, like... Make a million deals. <laughs> And then, and then the step after that is like leave Cliff Profit. and Jane. I'm not. Hold on. Now you're cashing deals already. I'm still making deals. Deals are on the table. Later, when we look at the table and we see what deals we have, then we decide how to cash the deals. Right now, we got two different deals. We got to leave Cliff and Jane on a planet deal. We got to take Cliff and Jane with us. Deal. We don't know which deal's worth more. I. I know what, I think I can do this because I was reading through the rules and it all works out. Ugh. So I'm going to veto leaving them on the planet. What? I'm using my vetoes there. Okay, well, you've misused your veto. I haven't. There's not even a clipboard in play, first of all. Well, it doesn't need to be because I didn't <laughs> use it for the... I, I, I wish, I wish Bacta and Lena were here so they could see what I'm seeing right they now. They don't actually need to be because I, I was reading through you, them earlier you, and you have all of your things taken away and you are not going to be dare commissioner for the next, like, well, 14 cycles. No! And you are not an arbitrator of the rules. I, in fact, rank higher than you at this point. How? So, is that possible? Well, because you okay, keep first misusing of all, all of your things. No, no, no. I demand arbitration on this. So this will be tabled until we get back to the full group. It won't because arbitration is... Do I have a second? No. Nights! Do you have a second? Yes. Crap! So it's vetoed. Okay, well, that's one veto. And they're coming with us. You can't... <sighs> I feel like, you know, I, I laid out the whole deal table analogy. I felt like that was perfectly explained. Well, I felt very good about... You're, you're ruining all the things that I'm... I feel very good about my decision to save these two children. I'm going to take a walk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a walk. I'm going to go for a walk, and I'm going to think about things, and I'm going to think about how to beat you in f future arguments. Give me your communicator. I really need to fix it. Okay, I'm going to do that because that's a nice thing that you're going to do for me, but not because I'm not mad at you right now. Does that... Can I give this to you and you're... And I'm still... Can I, I win this. I think I won this. <laughs> you can be as mad at me as you want. Okay, so I, I win this. On your walk. I, I win the, I win it, and I'm closing the door because I, I, I win. I win. Uh, Tris closes the door. That how did that? How did I let? Okay, cool. Okay, no, no, no. I won that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, playing that back, I did win that. <laughs> okay, Let's cool. go check in on back to Linux. Back to like now that his calm is down. Um, yeah, have you been moving or are you? Yeah, he's been the, pacing and like walking been around. around. There's, I think there was like one shopkeeper who's like sort of tracking him. Like hey, maybe this guy is going to buy something. Uh huh. Um, but then Watto realized no. Watto was tracking him and like hoping he was going to make a sale, and then he calls out for Annie and realizes Annie's not there, and he gets sad because he's alone. Bacta realizes that he too is alone. Yes. Um, he, he's like looking around for Lenik and he's like scanning through the crowds trying to find a Rodian in the crowd. Roll me the force side to know what section you're around. One Dark. black. Okay, so you're not, it's not too bad. You are in an area that is uh, like a Vester area. Mm -hmm. You know, you're in Sneak and Two Bike land. And you can see, now that you're looking around, you can see them. They look sleep deprived annoyed and they are talking to people around the booth that you happened to steal things from yesterday looks like they haven't noticed you yet all right back to looks for his communicator because he wants to warn lenik he opens it up and he sees that the last call was to this jesel number and he just like can't even deal with that oh so he, he like he puts it back away oh. is sort of like drumming his fingers trying to think what to do and he decides to just Go to the armor smiths. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty easy. You know, that's the, we go from like him huffing 
looking down at the thing, looking up uh, and starting to walk. And then, you know, the camera like goes off screen and then you walk in the other side of the screen mm. over to where the, the armorers were yesterday. So, so he's going over to the place where the little bat people were because mm-hmm. that was the one good designer that we had found. A Chadrafan looks up from the where they're polishing and reorganizing some of the new additions to the, to the armor. Hi there. Hello. Uh, I am looking for the designer who works at this booth. I've, I've got a commission that I actually like to make. Oh, that's me. Oh, th- this is great. You, you, I came by the other day and you weren't here. I don't recognize you, so. Yeah. I really admire your work. Oh, I'd, I'd like to say that. Uh, oh, gosh, thanks. I have a kid and uh, I'd like to get a set of armor that he can grow into. You know, it's a dangerous galaxy. And I want something practical, um, perhaps with plates that we can add as he ages. Are you getting a kid in trouble? Uh, buddy, we're bounty hunters. So every single person you see here who has a kid, that kid's in trouble. No matter what. There are people who are mad at us because we do our job. And I just want to keep my family safe. Can yeah. you help me with that? Yeah, I can. Good. Okay, so. He pulls up a thing on the, the data pad. So, uh, adjust for size. So, where we need to start? His spikes. His face looks worried, and then there's a, a <laughs> time speed. So you get to see them working over this thing and building it out. So what does it like look like over time? Uh, so I, I think the central section, like there are two shoulder plates, and there is a central circular chest plate, mm-hmm. uh, and there are these pieces that can be added in like as a person grows so that the armor can eventually be a full adult sized piece of armor but it's something that has those removable sections so they can get larger piece by piece sure but right now it's shoulders and a circle on the chest it's shoulder shoulders with a circle in the chest so the white power ranger Uh uh-huh yeah uh, anything on the arms? There are bracers mm-hmm. um, that like sort of have uh, vertical slats that, again, you like be snapping into uh, to get slightly larger as that person ages. That's less important to me than the positioning of the spikes, the size of the spikes, the colors of the spikes. Well, what are we white, dealing with? It's a white with? jumpsuit with gold. Okay. I feel, is, yeah. it, is a... it because it's not? It's definitely not. So, so it's, yeah, it? the, I mean, the colors. <laughs> So the, well, it's going to be the Mando color. Colors, yeah, it's yeah. going to be the color of the armor. That's I was yeah. I was goofing. But I just want to know where these spikes, spikes are. So here's the challenge. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't exactly know. But yeah, they're, they're on his head, so they need to accent. You know what would be on his head. Okay. Um, and so they're like stubby little that. spikes. They're stubby little spikes, and they are spikes that are on there not to look intimidating, but they look as heroic as our fans who are out there doing fan art right now can make spikes look. <laughs> so the person who has the most heroic-looking spiky armor, I feel like that's it. So you're actually describing Shredder's armor. <laughs> Eh, gotta look more heroic than Shredder, because he was a bad guy. He looks pretty heroic, and remember, this is, uh, as of today, evil campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop saying that on air. <laughs> uh, I like the the visual where he like he keeps making, putting spikes on the armor, and then back to, like, has him make them smaller. Cuter. Cuter. Yeah. Could you round it? So, like, I mean, it's gotta be, uh, it's gotta be pointy, but... It's... Could you give that spike, like, big, pouty eyes? <laughs> But yeah. I feel like if you're making it for grappling, it should, like, have a function and be 
be spiky. I can put these tennis balls on all of the points. Oh. No, that's the worst. <laughs> Gonna throw that out. Now tennis balls, how about it? So they're all like little rounded cones like his head nubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, the only thing that like can get a little bit more spiky. So the Jedi uh, with their bracers that yeah. they had on their yeah, arms. Because yeah, yeah. everybody had arm bracers. Uh, and they had this cool like square point they coming did. off the elbow. Yeah. So for that, that's just a point point. That can be a point point. Yeah. He can also have whatever on his back. You know, that can look cute and spiky. He mm-hmm. can have it either down his spine or like two rows of little spikes going down there. He can have little, what are those things called? Um, shin guards with little spikes all over him. Oh. As spiky and as cute as you can get this armor to be, but heroic. But heroic. But keep in mind that it's going to be made out of a black material. So also for It's Johnny not going to be made me, out of a black material. Make it as evil as you can. It's not going to be black at all. It can't Mando be. armor's black. Cortosis. Cortosis oh, is oh, black. It's Beskar, gotcha. Cortosis, that knockoff Hey, all crap. you needed to do was tell me that it was Beskar. Gotcha. Okay, this is yeah. even too much for me. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Cortosis. <laughs> who, who, who is Quinlan Voss? This I don't is... appreciate your hate for Quinlan Voss. Uh, he is a sentient fart. Quinlan Voss is a sentient fart. He's fine. He's a sentient fart. Oh my god. Good. So that's largely seems to be going a okay. Fine shopping achieved. So it's like a come back tonight and get the finalized plans because he has to make a bunch of adjustments to this thing that you guys were just working on together. Because he, because if you can just design it on the spot, I don't know why you wouldn't be designing it mm-hmm. as well. Oh, yeah, and there should be room for a cape. Well, obviously. I mean, how is he going to properly represent the Empire without a cape? Yeah, the Empire. Um, that's going to come to 2K total. No problem. You exchange the credits? Yep. You have 2K less, but tonight you will have plans. A successful shopping arrangement. Yay! I knock over his hand. (laughs) Thank you. Just with the postcard spinning across the screen, we head over to probably Tristan Lynn. Yeah, so Trista is making his way uh, towards the like north side of the ship or whatever side of the ship that would be uh, to the other cargo bay, the one that doesn't contain the medicine that mm-hmm. uh, Lynn told him about. And he's kind of like mumbling to himself and like he's, you know, hot necked right now because he just lost another argument. No, 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 no. I still have my veto, though. So I could. Oh, yes, I still I know that I'm still dare commissioner for sure. I didn't lose that unless I did because I did break a lot of the rules. But how would she? No, <laughs> no way. OK, OK. Do you make a habit of. Of arguing with yourself in hallways. I'm sorry, Mr. Valentine. <sighs> Cannot believe that I'm finding you here. Oh no, your name has escaped me. This is not okay. Yeah, this isn't going to work. I'm sorry. I'm telling you right now that uh, this isn't going to work. I'm washing my hands of this, so you can keep playing this game if you want, but it's playing to deaf ears, Valentine. Okay. First of all, super disrespectful to deaf people. A lot of people would take offense to you kind of using slang terms like that. Second of all, don't know what you're talking about. Not playing games. The only game I ever play is to stay alive. Okay. Maybe you should get a little better at playing that game in future, you know, gun battles. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Look, Jane. Hey, remembered your name. Yeah, funny how that worked. Maybe we got off on the wrong foot, okay? I would like to apologize for the way that I treated you on Merker. And I would like to apologize on behalf of back then Lenik, who should never have left you. And so you know, just so you know, I was against them leaving you. And you I know, was... Pliff was the only person who really, really believed that anyone would come back for us. Well, I already apologized to Pliff. He insisted. He insisted that we wait. I thought in the chaos, we'd just steal a ship and be on our way. Well, why didn't you? Didn't want to disappoint Pliff because I figured it would be wow. nice if the galaxy actually worked the way that Pliff thought it worked. But you knew that the galaxy didn't work that way. But you wanted to protect Pliff. That's interesting to me. Oh, is that interesting? Are you going to use that to abuse his fantasies again, Valentine? What? Well, uh, I am on to you. You got me all wrong. I have you been talking yeah, to Lynn? That's you talked to Lynn. You are all wrong. Ooh, you talked to Lynn. Okay, okay, I can play the game. So what if I talk to Lynn? I can play the game as oh, well. Oh, so now you're playing games again. You, you talk to Lynn. Lynn told you some maybe some things about me some very true things about she you. maybe said some lies about Made me as well prescience observations about you think you, lynn yes. doesn't have an agenda here lynn probably does have an agenda but you know what i can use lynn's agenda lynn's agenda and my agenda are the same agenda jane 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 you think that you think that but I you know don't that. know no you ugh. well here's what i'll say should you trust me absolutely not i've let you down before or should you trust lynn i don't know you just met lynn i don't trust lynn lynn's a deceitful person that's, yeah, that's so true i've got one untrustworthy person and one person who's an unknown and an entire crew of untrustworthy people. Also, right now, you're ordering coffee. I'm sorry? You're ordering coffee. The From panel you? for the door is over there. Oh, okay. So There's I... a lot of coffee on the way. It's called calf. <laughs> Okay, fine. Maybe I was ordering calf. I, that's that's on me. And how did you know that I was looking for the cargo? You know what? Don't worry about it. Here's what I have to say. You should be trusting Jane, okay? Because Jane is the only person that's going to keep Jane alive. Now, what Jane should have done on Merker is stole a ship. You knew that you should have done that, but you didn't do it. Why? Because you weren't trusting Jane. You were looking out for somebody else. You got to look out for number Are one. Are you going after Pliff right now? Are I you? I cannot believe this. If you say one, one thing over the line about Pliff, I will take you down. Do you understand? You going to take me down? I could take you down in a heartbeat. If you didn't have two people backing you up, you'd be dead in the ground right now, Valentine. I always have people and backing me up. And I'd be the number two you know for why? Cardoss because people like instead me. of Talon Carr. I just met Kevin an hour ago. Guy loves me. Kevin loves everyone. He had nothing nice to say about you. Sorry that I had to tell you that, but people on the ship think you're standoffish. You are making that up. No. And I'm... I am not standoffish. I am very easy to get along this with. This is what a standoffish person sounds like, Jane. Look. I'm leveling with you because I like you and I think you're smart. You got to start going off of these instincts, okay? You know what? I am smart. And and he might not seem that way, but so is Pliff. He's got a lot of talents that not a lot of people think about, I like okay? Pliff. I like Pliff. That's why I recommended Pliff for the ground. Mission. Good. I don't know why we're talking about Pliff then. Feel like we're you, not talking about Pliff. Feel like you're Who brought up, up Pliff? You're bringing up Pliff You a lot. brought up Pliff. You brought him up. You brought him into this. Hey, you know okay? what? Do not. If he is at risk because of you, you are in trouble. Yikes. Okay. Yeah, yikes. I like this side of you. This is great. I'm all about this. Okay, good. Well, I, I think we've reached a reasonable conclusion to this. You um, think that you are being reasonable? Is that what you think? Oh, you're doing this. I'm not playing this. I'm not playing this. I don't know what, I am I don't not know what slapping you're you about. right now. I am not slapping me. I don't need this to is you. This is me not slapping you. That's what's happening. Okay, what did that say? That's what's happening. For the record, by the way, it's not slapping. She's like walking She's walking away. backwards. It's punching. It's not slapping. <laughs> punching is my thing, okay? And it's a fetish. <laughs> And I've got a punching fetish. Rounding the hallway is a droid with like 16 cups of calf balanced on it. Trist grabs a cup of calf and sips it. Got a punching fetish. <laughs> we'll check in on Bacta and Lenik. 
So you're back to the antique section, but she like completely bypassed the thing she'd been at earlier mm. and is now at this what kind of looks like jeweled boxes and things. And she keeps like running her hand over them and looking miffed. She seems a bit distracted. Does does passion make you stronger? Yes, passion <sighs> directly leads to strength and then strength to... <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Passion directly leads to strength and then uh, strength to power and then power to victory. And, you know, through victory, you break your chains. Then you can do anything you want. (laughs) She doesn't seem to be paying much attention. I um, hear a lot of talk having two force-sensitive children on the ship about... The other one's force-sensitive. Tony is force-sensitive? Yeah. You have two force-sensitive children on the ship. Yeah, all children like Tony are force-sensitive. What is he, like a Miraluka? Well, he's my son, first and foremost. I was asking what species he is. I don't like to make those distinctions. He's he's just my son, and that's how I see him. But anyway, with the two of them on the ship, I hear a lot of talk of, you know, the force and the light side and the dark side. And is is one side stronger than the other? Yep, the dark side's stronger, like way stronger. As far as I can tell, the light side is about... um. It's not about personhood. It's not about acknowledging yourself as an individual. So there's no space for power to exude from it. I I guess I get what lightsiders... Like, it's hard to heal through the dark side, but in terms of just sheer output, that's the way to go. Sometimes, um, sometimes I think it's okay not to heal. What do you mean? Like, when you're hurt? Yeah. Like, when you personally are hurt? Yeah. What? She sets down this thing that she was inspecting and, like, turns to you. What do you mean? Well, I spent a lot of time thinking back, and I've been hurt, hurting for a long time, and oh, I feel you like... Oh, you meant emotionally. No, sure, yeah. I thought you meant physically. Oh, well, no, I'm I was not talking insane. about physically. <laughs> well, I don't know, Lenik, we're not friends, and you've been following me around for, like, an hour. Do you... I can go. Just know that I'm not sorry. You're welcome. It was nice. You're welcome for the calf. You're yeah. The tea. Uh, I, uh... I found 20 credits earlier and I must have... You don't have to worry about it. It's fine. I hope That you... actually bums me out a lot because I was really excited to find that 20 credits on well, the Well, I really hope you enjoy the materials and thank you for this uh, when I read it. I'll try to read it soon because so, I don't know when I'm going to... You can keep it. I pretty much have it memorized. I, I, I know it by heart by now. Thank you, Bright Eyes. See you around. And if you find 20 credits on the ground... uh. You can keep that too. <laughs> Take care. We cut to zero, picking up twenty <laughs> credits, and just dark horns swell. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> he has a tiny little smile that lights yeah. up on his faceplate. Let's cut over to Trist. The droid comes with the calf, uh, and Trist, you know, looks at the droid. Nobody ordered this. <laughs> No, take it back. Because nobody ordered this. But I'll take one cup of this, but you go away now. Uh, Trist sips the calf and heads over to the door panel and uh, types in the code that Lynn gave him. Like putty in my fingers. Because I know the access code. He moves inside and shuts the door behind him. Yeah. um, And lights lights dramatically start to chunk, 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 chunk. 
on and you see you're overlooking a fairly large size cargo hold and there are a couple uh, crates that are strapped down but the really interesting thing is a small fighter style ship it's got a long body with wings and two round engines um, near the base of it trist kind of sips his calf as he's like walking around the ship getting an idea of what it is what it looks like he's checking out the engines um, but he's just kind of like taking a loop around the ship. It's fast, small, it has mm-hmm. a lot of firepower. Definitely more firepower than a tie. Probably does not have too good a shield situation, but uh, what it lacks in that, it really makes up for in speed. <laughs> my, my, my. Well, the plot thickens. <laughs> you do seem to find your way around, Mr. Valentine. Trist turns around to try to gauge where the voice is coming from. Uh, you look up on, on one of the catwalks overlooking the cargo hold. Is he dramatically lit? Is a dramatically lit, cape-flowing uh, talon card. You're, of course, referring to my promiscuous nature as a known womanizer. Oh, no, you meant no, I finding my way around the... It's a double entente. It's a double I entente, right? Hmm. did see you checking out one of the finest women on this ship. Kevin? I was referring to the ante. It is a fine specimen. Looks fast, powerful. It is indeed at, uh, one of the fastest ships in the Cardos fleet. At least sub-light. It's a, uh, it's a very precious prize. Have you flown it? I tend not to fly such things uh, when a man reaches my position. And he says this as he's walking down the stairs. He finds people to fly things for him. Well, it's a good position to be in. Also, I apologize for the obvious intrusion, but, you know, restless smuggler syndrome. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, You must make your way around the new ship and find yourself at home. And I can assure you that there are eyes and ears all over and there are very few things you can do aboard my ship that go unnoticed uh he says as he wipes a smudge off of the nose of the ante that wasn't me i never touched it well like i said it's a very fine ship indeed it will one day require a very fine pilot to fly it perhaps if uh you do well on this mission you might be brought aboard the wild card we are always looking for able-bodied crew well well i appreciate the offer my official honorific is captain trist valentine i recognize that you run a tight ship here but i could never give up my stripes of course i'm sure you understand indeed the allure of command is something that calls to many men it's that and you know i have subordinates that count on me if i'm not there for my crew then they fall apart i must do what i have to do to protect the people that are indebted to me and i i see and uh, you have you have left them for this mission it must be very important to you well let us both hope that it goes very well Captain, with you and I, I don't see any other way. If you'll excuse me, I... No, 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 if you'll excuse me, I have to go somewhere else. I have to go to the fresher. Fresher? Yes. Okay. Because I haven't showered today. That's where I That's where I have to go. What were you saying? You had something? I will see you at dinner in 15 minutes. Excellent. So I have a thing to do, and you have 15 minutes to kill. <laughs> okay. I think that's this is a very wide <laughs> shot. Yeah. <laughs> I think that we are done here. And I will take my leave of you. Trist puts his coffee on the floor and then <laughs> takes a couple steps away. I can leave that 
I'm assuming here yes, for... one of the droids will get it. Good. Then I will... I have to go now for the shower. Enjoy your shower. And Yes, and you have been... I've got... I have now have 12 minutes 12 to minutes. kill. Okay. And then this is the door here, and the panel is... And it is here. No, that Swiss calf. You've this ordered more calf. more calf. Okay, well, now the droid will clean this up, and it is very easy to order calf on this ship. <laughs> and here is the panel that I'm looking... Okay, shh, and... I take my leave of you. I will see you at dinner. And let's check in on <laughs> Mina get back to. Where are you now, Bacta? Bacta is in front of the armor shop where he put his piece in already. What mm-hmm. time of day did you come by yesterday? That I feel like that was like the first thing after I got inside. Yeah, but that was at like noon by the time yeah. everyone got inside. So how long did you spend there? How long did Lenik follow Ava around annoying her? So Bacta's had the plans for <laughs> his Bacta's had the plans for his armor like forever. No, I know. That's not what I'm asking. How long were you with the Chadra fan? You know that since you left oh, Lenik, how much time has passed? I, like that probably took an hour. Okay. I think that's reasonable. So we're coming up on like 10. We're coming Mm -hmm. up on around 10 a.m. now. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's here yet. You see a a Rodian at the booth who looks a little like Lenik. He's got dark green skin. Mm. He's shuffling through a money box. I wonder how your buddy Lenik's doing. You could give him a call. Oh, you couldn't though, could you? Yeah, there's there's too much tension in that. Your hand slowly goes for your calm. Yeah. And then stops. And then stops. Back to... Takes a moment, uh, and he just feels like he needs to do something productive. Uh, so instead, he walks. He he goes like looking at chip stuff. Okay, cool. You uh, round the corner back onto the row that you had, all, where all the ship stuff is, mm-hmm. and uh, flip me a dark side point. So on the left hand side of the row, Lavalli's booth is set up. There are a few. People kind of pausing and looking at it as she is standing with Zero and has a big hollow display that's analyzing something on his arm and blowing it up. And she's in a conversation with him. That's a dark side point. I feel like that's the best news that I've heard in a while. The person who with the cool arm. is making armor for Lenik has data about our enemy. Mm. That's the best thing in the world. Well, you can give me back the dark side point. If you would like nope. that. Nope. Uh, I'm not giving it to you. You just have to live with that mistake. <laughs> so that's happening. Back to smirks with the smuggest smirk that's ever smirked. He, he's going to head over to uh, the ships, like blowing past cybernetics and going towards uh, ships. I imagine ships is a weird thing because it's not like they don't have room to be like a straight car dealership. Right, right. So it's people with plans and odd parts that can be carried and like all sorts of services. Like there 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 are people there who are selling services, but it's something that like the understanding is it's probably not gonna happen after the show, or you can order it to be here by the end of the show, like yep, or something yep, yep. like that. Yeah. So if you wanna look around the like the junked parts, you know, the the parts section you can, or there are also people where you can buy new things from. Uh, there's a bunch of swoop bikes on display and uh, attempts to get people to purchase swoop bikes. So like contests and raffles and dames. The most 
heinous commercials. Swoop bikes, swoop bikes, mm. swoop bikes. Everybody wants a swoop bike. Um, <laughs> is this you? And you see in black and white somebody having difficulty steering a speeder. <laughs> uh, don't let that be you. Instead, get a swoop bike. <laughs> um, so Bacta's like looking around trying to filter out all the noise. And I'm going to flip a point, and I'm going to show you how it's done. Oh, Taz. He sees somebody taking, basically, a wallet from someone else. He very quickly goes, hey! And, like, the thief looks up, and the person that he was stealing from looks down, and the thief takes off through the crowd. And Bacta is on him in a second. And this person is like pushing through people. Bacta is like running a straight line through people. Like they see him thundering down the hall and they start passing out of the way. The person tries to, uh, he he gets in front of a shop that is like a sneak and two bike affiliate dealership. Bacta grabs a hat from somebody. It's a very wide brimmed circular hat. This person was walking through the hall with some beast next to them he grabs that hat and he throws it it sails through the air people duck out of the way out of it and it strikes signs that are next to uh, the sneak and two bite affiliate and the signs fall down on top of the thief okay Bacta runs up to the thief and grabs the wallet back and goes and like the thief is like Yeah, he says Chuba, which is deeply offensive, and Beck is like, eh. I think Oi Chuba is hey you, actually, (laughs) in Huddies. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. I like that he's speaking hoodies. <laughs> and then more slowly, because the person whose wallet was stolen, you know, isn't in great shape and is clearly not a bounty hunter. The person who uh, Bacta stole his hat, like grumpily, like picks up the hat, puts it on his head and like gives it gives a good glare at him. The triangle toothed beast snaps at you, not not trying <laughs> to grab anything, but in warning growls and they, those two head off. And Bacta turns around and is like, Ah, sorry about that, mate. Some people don't know how to act. You see an Aqualish man. So for those who aren't super familiar with Aqualish, they're a semi-aquatic race that is part arachnoid and kind of like a walrus. So they got like, you know, I think that's the best way to describe them. What do you think? Potababa was one, right? Uh, Yeah. There's a chubby Aqualish in front of you with a nice suit. Plaid. But like a, it's like brown with a lighter brown plaid. Uh-huh. And he's wearing a tie that's <laughs> like, a, but like a very wide tie. Mm. And and it's it's too short. Thank you. That's a nice suit. Thank you very much. Is there something that I can do for you? Please. Can I give you 20 credits? No, I guess I should be charging for this now, but no. Then he takes it back. Oh, thank you very much. My name's Mendel Baudo, and I am at your service. End of episode. Now, how about a Dear My Knock letter? Dear Ms. Laroon. I'm writing mm. you. Yeah, I'm, I feel like it should be Dear Dr. Laroon, especially... I don't, Ms. Laroon was my mother. <laughs> Okay, I'm writing you because in my careers class at Bail Organa High School, I'm supposed to talk to someone who's doing the job I want to have when I'm older. I want to be an adventure scientist on the run from the Empire, just like you. I want to explore new planets, recover artifacts from ancient ruins, and interact with the humorous cast of side characters that are entertaining side and fun. Side characters? That are entertaining and fun, but not as smart as me. Just like you do. Uh, what advice can you give me about getting into this line of work? Do you 
have to go to space college? My parents say they can't afford it. How did you get your start as an action archaeologist? Anything you can tell me would be a great help to my success. Sometimes I worry that I'll never end up leaving this boring old planet. Oh, please reply soon. The assignment is due tomorrow. Sincerely... Aspiring on Alderaan. I do feel like this is a lower stakes version of the question we got where they asked you which creature they should battle in Arena League. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. The assignment's already passed, so... It might not be. Oh, this kid... It could be due tomorrow. I feel like we don't get these messages very quickly. Probably not. I think we're all not addressing the most important part of this question. Side characters? Okay, so that's... Please (laughs) don't be mad at me, because there's no reason this... I did not write this. Also, I don't necessarily think that I'm smarter than people. You shouldn't think that you're smarter than people. That's a weird thing to do. You should know that you're smarter than people. Um, uh, no, I, there are different types of intelligence, and as someone who hung out with a lot of academics, I have a problem with people who think that they're automatically smarter. The than way you you're handling this question shows me that I'm the smartest person on this ship. Okay, do you feel like you want to take it? Take what, the question? Yeah, well, how, how does this child become an action archaeologist? Well, first and of all... we'll get the answer from Lynn. I've written several books about <laughs> our exploits. Have you written a full book? I've written several chapters of several books about okay. our our exploits and have i made it in yet yes and we all we all share the spotlight except for trist who is dead <laughs> right i forgot that yes me too but you uh, see it as an ensemble piece, absolutely absolutely place. Mm-hmm. oh i figured you probably led those don't you well i have you know starring chapters but i think that i could i okay but like i don't want to f- have starring chapters yeah i don't want to forget the little people who got me here you know now did second of all and i uh, correct me if i'm wrong aspiring on Alderaan, but I believe school on Alderaan is subsidized by the government? You're probably fine. Go to space college. Yeah, so go on Alderaan. Don't, you don't need to go elsewhere. Yeah. I certainly didn't. I just took what was easily available to me, honestly. On-planet tuition is usually cheaper, too. Under, yes, undergrad, do doesn't, undergrad doesn't matter. Go wherever. And then once you get into grad school, there are so many scholarships. There's a way to stay in it without really having to pay. Were you schooled on Royaloth? Yes. Oh, what was your I major? I just assumed you went to a core world for schools. Oh, so that was... So oh, that like, was grade school. Yes, I mean, uh, gosh, I graduated pretty early. I was like in my teens, so... Um, Is that early for Twi'leks? Because well, clowns graduate we you know, know. military academy at like... We know. Do you guys have clans? Is that... Is that no? No, Man- Mando- you're not the Mandalorian. Um, we have squads. So kind, of, so sort of maybe it's like that. Um, you put basically, in a squad and then lock you put. There are different larger, larger families on Ryloth, but it's it's not really reasonable to think of it as a family because it's millions of people. You know, like so, a division. Uh, except not uh, because okay. it's too large to be that. But all of the clans kind of have their own flavorful things that they get up to, and the Laroon clan is all about scholastic work. You know, so it's um, more like army versus navy. Back up, please. Uh, Stop trying to relate to people. <laughs> so, You're like a bully learning math. So there's kind of like, it's not all that unusual for people within my clan to aspire to higher education and graduate early uh, and all of that. And my mother's a professor, so 
Uh, I kind of like started on this track almost immediately. And I don't know, I spent a lot of time off planet, but some of my undergraduate work was was like on Coruscant. But um, and we know you did your spring breaks. <laughs> I did some of my spring breaks there, yes. <laughs> and uh, then postgraduate work, I kind of got involved with ExploreCore early. I was working with uh, Professor Nabar Lorun, and um, she kind of took me under her wing and then recommended me to the program. So uh, that's how I got involved with Action Archaeology, doing like summer work with her while I was getting my archaeology and anthropology degrees. And um, Okay, Correct me if I'm wrong, and hmm? maybe you'll know a little bit more about this, but what you're doing now, I feel like you don't need any higher education to do it. Uh, like, I did not get any higher kid, education. I'm just saying, if this kid wants to get right into action archaeology and, like, it seemed like the important things to them were, like, stealing artifacts and, like, so, doing dangerous things. I disagree, actually. A lot of people make this... We do that all the time. Right, so, no, but you don't steal artifacts. You don't go into, you know, ruins and things. I feel like if someone mm. told me an artifact was somewhere, I'd just and, go and get it. Yes, I, and then you would be dead because most of these things have terrible traps. I've, I've lost a lot like of friends along the way. I've a lot of highly improbable <laughs> yeah. situations. Okay, you can continue to underestimate uh, ancient cultures as much as you like. Perfect. Yeah, I think the most advanced military network that's ever existed anywhere is trying to kill us and has been trying to kill us. So I feel like, you know, if you want to be an action archaeologist, steal. Yeah, find out about some artifacts and go steal them. So uh, if I could go back and redo it, I think I'd focus mainly on linguistics and cold work and computers. Um, Those are the things that I would do, and I would also, like... You got to get to the gym. You need to do that like starting now. It's labor intensive work. The majority of what I do is like jumping over things and, and running away from stuff. So. Is there anything that you would avoid that like uh, is common, like a common pitfall that people go into? Like, Pitfalls. Uh, would, would you go to the government? Is um, that they wanted to be on the run from the empire? Yeah, so but that's they start also from the inside. You you wanting to be on the run from the empire is like a weird. Why do you want to do that? That's you're probably it's pretty fun. I feel like we make it look good. Uh, that, you know, they listen to us, so. Well, I, I understand not wanting to work with the Empire, but wanting to be on the run from the Empire. If I could not be on the run from the Empire, I abs- absolutely would not be, because it's, uh, it's terrible. They have way better resources than we do. Well, there's the door. I said if I could, but I but I am either way. Even if I left you guys, I'm still wanted, and part of that that bounty has been upped because of you. Do so, they know about you yet? Oh, Blue does, yes. but he's dead. We killed him. Blue is alive, and he does not have a twin. What? He he does not, I, I know he doesn't have uh, a twin. How, how sure are we that he doesn't have a twin? I am very sure. I asked and was told he does not have a twin. How do you know that Who he's alive? Ask? I have a reliable source that told me, first of all, he's not dead. Second of all, he does not have a twin. The last time that you had a reliable source, it was Tony. So. I'm not that surprised that he's not dead. i tell you what, I am. Well, also very surprised he doesn't have a twin. I, I don't we know. punched that... him right off the roof. I am very surprised he doesn't have a twin. That's, he I'm looked not like, 100% on that. He definitely looked like the kind of guy who would be someone's evil twin. Yeah. Most people don't have twins back there. Uh, I, <laughs> okay. We I know. Like there are enough we know. clones in the universe that the that's average, not true The anymore. average goes way up. Way, way higher. The average of everybody having one twin is not an, an adequate sibling. It's been significantly increased. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, especially yeah. if you go planet by planet. So I don't think that you need to go to college, but I think it's probably a good idea. Things uh, to avoid. Uh, being on the run from the Empire. Higher education in general. I was going to say 
say, well, I was going to say one of the major pitfalls is just getting stuck in academia. And you know, getting that's, stuck in a pitfall, as Lenik pointed out earlier. And getting your hand cut off. You don't want that. That's bad news. <laughs> I hope your assignment was okay. Oh, he's dead. Start earlier next time. This that, wasn't adequate. That young child is easily dead by now. Failed. And on Alderaan, if you fail an assignment, you get murdered. Yeah, Blue 100% intercepted this communication. <laughs> He's been found and killed. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Campaign. The Curve of the Minoc will be back again next Wednesday. Before I leave you, first, let me tell you about one of our affiliates. On Team GFB Radio, Dave Lang and Daryl Wisner share tales from the front lines of game development and talk current events in the game industry. The Campaign Podcast is a one-shot podcast network production and a joint presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game belongs to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time, peace is a lie. There is only passion. (laughs) 